It's hot and it's August, so it's gonna rain. It's gonna rain. I don't know. It's just one of those things where like I really don't know how to like like be aggressive without being like understand that there's like some requirements in place, but also like are we really working on this like every day? Yeah. Uh, we luckily didn't have anything. Like our house was built in 1944. Um, actually, the door to the basement was just from the outside, rotted away. Yeah, we did fix that. But this is like a historically zoned neighborhood. And I live in unincorporated county with a our house has open zoning so like if we wanted to build an apartment in the backyard we could yeah they do not care in north carolina <laughs> they're like we you can do whatever you want that's fine you know the only way of rules on is like uh, you have to wear a motorcycle helmet no but of all the other things my mom said the family is originally where uh, like chris is at Kind of like that area ish. Okay. He's, uh, I recorded with him earlier today, and him and his wife are coming here in a couple of weeks to look at houses, possibly move out this way. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, my my parents are getting ready to move back to like the east side of North Carolina. And my fear is more of like the hurricane, tropical storm. Yeah. And so I could see moving west a little bit the tornado warning we got last last week nothing it rained for like 45 minutes yeah we were gonna watch but that's not unusual i'm new to that we did not get them in the mountains uh well i wish you the best of luck with the windows thank you it's probably cool living in a historic building until things like that happen it's one of the, yeah i think this building is great and like the landlord is awesome uh had some really good conversations but it's just like yeah when it comes to like it's promptness the, the right <laughs> word the level of care as long as you are written writing yeah which brings us to today's topic nice and I think this is going to be the last of the This Week in Tech History episodes. Aww. So a very special occasion. A beautiful race. I am like, like, if I, for a living, could write research papers, I would. And I mean that in the, ter- in the, in the sincerest <laughs> form of making a living at it because I don't want to go into academia. That's not... Sounds very depressing. I've been loving <laughs> writing little little research projects once a week yeah this is giving you your fix yeah now i'll just have to go in depth for a friday i learned something updates there you go (laughs) so while obviously we use email correspondence for like everything today text we're just talking about it with you talking with your landlord in the early 80s it was like a pretty new thing so on august 26th 1984 miss manners do you follow Miss Manners or read any of her things ever? I remember, like, growing up, like, the newspaper column. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and in reading some of the stuff for researching this, I was like, wow, I apparently have very poor manners. 
it was a mixture of probably really poor manners, but also reading that, just being so nosy about people are writing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the Dear Abby columns or Andy Evans. Oh, yeah. Just a minute. You have some qualms, don't you, about marrying somebody who seems that greedy and selfish? But you are not really that indifferent to your family's feelings, are you? And you're not quite such a materialistic tyrant as all that. Then why did you allow the planning of your wedding to bring out the worst in you? You kept saying you wanted it to be perfect. Let's do it all over and see if we can make it better. So she had a reader who um, who wrote in uh, with a concern about typing personal correspondence on a personal computer. And they were concerned that using a computer was more convenient, but they were worried about the poor quality of the dot matrix printer. Valid concern. <laughs> and about copying parts of one letter into another. Miss Manners replied that computers, like typewriters, generally are inappropriate for personal correspondence. In the event a word processor is used, she warned, the recipient may confuse the letter for a sweepstakes entry. And she noted, if any one of your friends ever sees that your letter to another contains identical ingredients, you will have no further correspondence problems. Insinuating that somebody would just like... Is that the... That's the 80s version of unfollowing? Yeah. That's the 80s version of unfollowing. Or the early 2000s version of changing your topic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're not on the list <laughs> anymore and you gotta find out why. She does offer, like, I was I was interested to see, like, some specifics on what she updated since then, because obviously we use it for everything, but it still included, as of 10 years ago, not sending electronic correspondence regarding weddings. Uh, sentimental messages should always be handwritten, usually in a blank card. It's cheating to use a card with a pre-printed message. So... The headline for this said, don't wish your mother a happy birthday on Facebook. Which, I don't know. If your mom's on Facebook, why not? But it is super, I think it's super interesting to see how that, one, just how it changed between those, I guess that was, I don't know, 25 years? And how it's changed since then. I guess I did send out wedding invites, but I did not ask anyone to send me anything back. It's like, get online. Please. I don't need more paper in this house right now. I don't know. I thought it was interesting that she lumped it in with typewriters. The same, like, media format? Media? I mean, she, I, she lumps them both together as, like, so impersonal to be using yeah. for correspondence. At what point did that fall out of favor, you know? Yeah. When I was younger, I had a pen pal, but it was, like, actually writing out letters. Yeah. So, like, I feel like maybe that's a good mark of, like, was there a point where pen pals became somebody you emailed with? Yeah. I feel like when I was, like, in grade school or early middle school, it was pen paling, but it was through email with, like, gosh, where was it? But it was the email pen pal program. It wasn't like writing a letter. Yeah. I mean, at a certain point, it's like the adaptability of that, where it's like, 
everything at that point was moving to like a digital format. And so it makes sense that you move away from pen and paper. Yeah. I don't I want I I think that anytime I'm sure at some point it was seen as impersonal altogether to write a letter on a typewriter. Yeah. Um, well, now it's interesting I mean, to see like how etiquette changes as technology changes. Yeah. Um. No matter what technological innovation has been made, there's always somebody who somebody who's going to be salty about it, replacing whatever their preferred medium is. And then somebody who makes the first serious faux pas with it. I think, yeah, that's like a really, it's interesting to think about right now, honestly, because growing up, my grandparents would always send like a physical birthday card in the mail. Yeah. And the requirement was we had to send like a thank you note back. Yeah. And I, at some point, the cards switch to, there's still physical cards that my grandparents send, which is very sweet and wonderful, but they'll also send e-gift cards. And so it was just so easy to say, okay, reply. Yeah. Thanks, grandma. Yeah. Or even just like a phone call. Yeah. Was it was still not necessarily the same as like getting a thank you note back. I don't know. It had to be handwritten. Yeah. It had to be in your nicest cursive, which I don't even think they teach kids anymore. <laughs> I don't know that they do. <laughs> that or shorthand. Yeah. I don't think I ever learned shorthand. I especially like the the call out to the uh, sweepstakes. Yeah, the two girls that stood up were the call out to the sweepstakes and the like. If your friends are comparing letters, like, theoretically, you could write the same thing in multiple letters. It could be handwritten and still the same. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> I was getting to like the dramatic aspect of yes, this you know. My mind has completely built it out where I'm writing these beautiful letters, printing them out, sending them out. In my mind, those friends likely live somewhere else in me, right? So I'm, I don't know that I'm sending them to the same destination. I guess unless I'm like writing back home. If I send these back to Nebraska, even yeah. then, I don't know. <laughs> That is a good point. Like, you're, if you're sending letters to, like, one's going to New Jersey, one's going to Florida, and one's going to, like, Toronto. They're calling each other up. Yeah. But even then, are we first spreading the news? Are we, can I just give you the phone call and share that? This is, like, a Christmas card equivalent. Everyone knows they're getting the same picture. Happy, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yes. My family's always been big on the the printed letters explaining what everyone's been doing all year. Listen, you sent this out back the day, Miss Manners. Miss Manners, I'm I can guarantee you, my family <laughs> was sending these out in the eighties. Yeah, she would hold a real grudge to that. And as far as she can, she's concerned. No more Christmas letters the next year for anyone. No more Christmas letters. You won't have to worry about it. That your future correspondence will not be a problem. <laughs> With the sweepstakes, uh, too. Like, I don't... I would think that's a scam from day one. <laughs> There's no way someone wrote me a letter on a computer and printed it out. And told me I won $1,000? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I guess like Publishers Clearinghouse and stuff, I guess those are like the back in the day versions of online scams. For sure. 
snail mailed online scams. <laughs> the real snail mail online scam was like Columbia House. <laughs> With all his CDs, and they're not age yeah. checking anyone. <laughs> like, why did they just let 12 year old me order Dr. Dre's The Chronic? Then they called for payment. My mother was like, she's 12. You can't let it <laughs> from her. Well, that's really good. That's the first, like, paper scam I remember. I'm sure there were others, but. First one I was interested in. First one I got. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you give me 12 CDs for a penny? Great. Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't remember sweepstakes being such a big issue that it would it will warrant being called out by Miss Manners. Some real winners back then. Uh, man, I mean, I feel like I was excited to have this conversation with you because I think that you're probably one of the people in the company who gets the most email correspondence. The most, probably up there. Cameron might get quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> But the in email inbox, yeah, stays stays full for sure. Do you think have well, you noticed trends over the years of like how people communicate, or do you think that it's like a does the way that somebody communicates with you via email or Slack or I mean, obviously like Slack and text messages weren't really as much of an issue. Yeah, for I think, but they're all different in terms of like what. I don't know if this is the right phrasing, but like what you can get away with in certain like formats where to me, and maybe this ages me as well, but like to me, emails feel way more formal and like feel like they should be formatted a little bit more formally. Yeah. Uh, versus if I'm having a conversation in Slack or if it's, you know, quick and quick be totally fine. You know, where it's an instant exchange versus email is like can be everything detailed, everything explained. Um, and so it's, I think when those overlap where it's like, I'm definitely not knocking smiley faces and emails to anyone that does that or <laughs> something where I'm like, I feel weird putting that in an email versus if I'm like slacking or texting. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And so I feel like there is a difference in the way that people communicate across all of those like formats. And what's tricky across all of them is just like online communication has so many different ways to be misconstrued, which is why I think the formality of an email is like how I structure it. That is that is an interesting like kind of uh, evolution of like how we all of the myriad ways we communicate, especially now because, you know, like three years ago, everybody was in offices. Yeah. So if you have something to communicate, it's usually done face to face. There is a lot less ambiguity in what's being said. Face to face or via email, like the first job I ever had that like had Slack as a communication tool was mind blowing to me. <laughs> like people are just using emotions or emojis like willy nilly over there. <laughs> yeah. Gifts are a common reflection. Yes. Is this okay, like, in the workspace? But I think, like, it's, like, almost one of those things where it evolves. So, like, same with mismanaged, which she was, like, letters should be personal. 
to each individual. Yeah. Why are you I just handwrite it? Like it's a very like sort of intimate thing. And the same can sort of translate into work where it's like very formalized structure. But as you cultivate like your working environment or working structure or even work type work style where that voice comes out a little bit more. Yeah. Changes the format versus like the intent, I guess. It's almost like part of the like the digital, like the remote orientation with a new job isn't so much like how does the workplace work? It's like how what is the what's the appropriate way to communicate in this company? How do people speak to each other? Yeah. And it usually takes like a, a few days to sort of understand what that cadence looks like. Like when Ben introduces people to every single Slack channel, I find those introductions to each one to be both hilarious and informative. Yeah. Because they're every time. <laughs> yeah. I feel like even then, even after a few days, I mean, I started right before Christmas. So it was like a slow ramp up for a lot of things anyway. And at my previous company, everyone used to email to keep track of things. And I started emailing things here. And Faith was like, Abby, no one's going to answer your emails. I was like, okay, noted. I'll start using Slack for everything. And she was like, that's great. That's how everyone communicates here. I was like, okay. Instant. The notification is just right there and beautiful. It is, but it doesn't get lost in the shuffle as much. Oh, especially with the, uh, I mean, that's a whole other can of worms. Like, how do you address um, general email addresses? So, like, we both are on the email uh, funnel for people who email team at gun.io. Um, I've seen some interesting choices people have made in there and how they address a company-wide email. Yes. Uh, I'm sure you must get that times like 50. What's there's yeah, there's definitely some where it's just like, hello. <laughs> Great. Hi. There we go. Is this is this one of those tech scammers? Sometimes it is, and sometimes it would. Sometimes it's just nobody knows who's on the other end. Just sending it out into the ether. See your response. I like to think that I'd be like polite to the ether, because you never know what's going to come back. But for sure. <laughs> I I was just having this conversation <laughs> and it's going to be so silly to confess, but like with like, I don't want to say I don't want to go off, but like with your like home systems that you can talk to. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't want to say it because it'll start recording this conversation. <laughs> it's just going to respond to me. It's going to try to talk to me. It's right here. Um, I if I ask you know what time is it or can you set a timer, I always say thank you. Yeah, at the end. And I was having a conversation with someone, and they were like, "I always say thank you because I feel like this is really not my story to share. I'm so gonna share it. I always say thank you because I feel like one day Apple is gonna come out with like an award for someone that said thank you the most times <laughs> in response." <laughs> to asking for something and it was just so like genuine where i was like you know i hope that they do come out with that award and that you get it um <laughs> just but it, i mean that what else are you i mean 
I don't know. I I was always raised to say please and thank you. And so it feels like the natural way to end that conversation. Um, You gave her a... And is that like the new frontier of like, you know, your home smart, your smart home (laughs) creates a better and healthier environment for you because you are polite to it. And that's the other thing where I'm like, I'm like, I know that I say thank you to it in appreciation for telling me what time it is. But then I also get, I'm like, if it have, if it updates one day to respond, it'll freak me out. <laughs> yeah. Don't say you're welcome. Definitely. It's okay. You're, you're fine. You don't have to thank me. I'm a robot. Yeah. You just, just track that I said thank you. Um, that's it. I can't wait for the smart, polite robots to take over. <laughs> Those are the ones I want in our corner. Those are the ones I want responding to my emails. I would agree. I would agree. Well, thank you for joining me today. Very exciting to wrap up on manners. <laughs> I don't think if there's a if there's a I'll send you a follow up handwritten letter. Oh, thank you. I do appreciate that. Well, gently. That just sparked something. <laughs> <laughs> For like interview, like growing up, it was like post interview, you should always send like a handwritten letter. Yeah. Like how this is not to be included. I'm just like tangentially saying this story because it really just sparked something. Or it was like, I think it would have been in high school. It was like sort of interview job-ish prep where they were like, have one ready to go. So like on your way out the door, you could drop one in the mailbox kind of thing. Oh my gosh, I did not do that. I'm so sorry to Tasia and Tyler for not sending a hand follow-up, but... Uh, this still hired you. Yeah. I sent an email one. Yeah. Like, it was a like an email thank you. I almost think if you had sent them a handwritten one, it would have been very strange. Oh, well, that's the thing where it's like... They, ebb and flow of what's like cool or not what's um, appropriate what's considered weird at a certain point like once you have really just shifted to everything it's almost digital it's it almost feels weirder to receive something physical yeah um like oh my god yeah it's not a paper version of the copy they already sent me in my email i have to check my mail inbox for three weeks um thank you though yeah email being like so instantaneous but yeah i feel like at a certain point it does feel a little bit odd to get i don't know maybe it feels nice i don't know i'm not trying to love to send postcards postcards is fun yeah once again this is all tangential but like what am i supposed to do with a postcard at a certain point it's like oh it's really cool that you were there but I feel like this is a postcard for you to be there because now I just have a catalog of everywhere you went. I wasn't invited to. <laughs> I need you to take me to Italy with you. <laughs> She's like, I'll email you about it later. Strongly worded with hand movements. Oh, yeah. Strongly worded. Mine's always the point. Yes. Um, all right. Well, thanks for doing this. <laughs> of course. Thanks for listening to the Frontier Podcast powered by Gun.io. We drop two episodes per week. So if you like this episode, 
Be sure to subscribe on your platform of choice and come hang out with us again next week and bring all your internet friends. If you have questions or recommendations, just shoot us a Twitter DM at The Frontier Pod and we'll see you next week. Because they're every time. <laughs> yeah. Um, dog barking took my train of thought right off the tracks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Frontier Podcast, produced by Gun.io. We're the only freelancing platform where engineers actually go to hire other engineers. If you want to learn more about how to hire or freelance with us, head over to gun.io and get in touch. Let us know you heard the podcast and we'll pay for your first 10 hours with a kick-ass engineer.